This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. I eventually decided to start a company that not only sold water quality equipment, but that prioritized the customer experience through education and just being a caring participant to the customer through their water filtration journey. That's WQA member Ariana Paris with the company Ethical H2O, explaining why she started her business. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote the betterment of water quality around the globe. Find us at WQA.org, on social media like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 240. If you're joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss any shows. That's the magic of podcasting. Also, if you wouldn't mind, do us a favor, go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review, and we can grow the audience that way. We're publishing this on November 10th of 2021 during Member Appreciation Month at WQA. If you're not yet a member, now's the perfect time to join. Go on over to wqa.org membership. In this episode, we'll talk with Ariana Paris about her company, Ethical H2O, why the focus on ethics, what she values in being a WQA member, and how she's dealing with a rapidly growing company. Later, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to my conversation with Ariana Paris on WQA Radio. And we're joined by Ariana Paris and is with a company called Ethical H2O. And we're going to hear more about that in just a moment. But Ariana, first of all, thank you for joining us on WQA Radio. Great to have you on the show. Thank you. Great to be here. We're uh, really glad you're here. Uh, During Member Appreciation Month, we're featuring interviews with members. And you've been a member for a couple of years now, as I understand it. But you know, kind of back up the the, the story uh, here for us and tell us uh, what your company does and how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are a residential water treatment company, and we have a big focus on using environmentally progressive products and just heavy on education to help people make confident decisions on water treatment for their family and home. And I did not, I have to be honest, I didn't actively seek to find a career in water quality uh, it's just, I guess you'd say it's a happy accident. Uh, I started over 20 years ago uh, in the in the industry. I had gotten a job at a filtration company as an administrator, and over time just grew within the organization through sales, marketing, and eventually management. And I really enjoyed connecting with clients and aligned with the healthy living aspect that water filtration offers. So I've just continued to grow within the industry. So um, that sounds I love stories like that where, you know, somebody says accidentally got into it or, you know, it is discovered it uh, kind of by accident, whatever the case. So that's great. Um, what basically tell me more about the company itself and, uh, and, and again, the, the, the focus on ethical H2O. That's always uh, something that piques my interest when I hear stuff like that. 
Yeah, so it's an interesting story, actually. The name Ethical H2O was really imagined years before uh, the company was ever founded. And I thought of it because I was working in residential sales and I was experiencing a similar narrative amongst a lot of prospective clients that were frustrated with the process of buying water systems. They were getting conflicting information. um, They were getting a lot of misinformation or they weren't sure who to trust. And it became an overwhelming process. And some of them would just give up entirely. And I always thought it was a pretty sad and unnecessary, especially because I knew there were people out there like me who really did have their best interest in mind. And that's when I realized that I wanted to make a difference and do something about it. But at the time, I didn't really know what that looked like. So it wasn't, you know, I did some soul searching. And then a few years later, I eventually decided to start a company that not only sold water quality equipment, but that prioritized the customer experience through education and just being a caring participant to the customer through their water filtration journey. And it's been really rewarding, I have to say. You know, that's interesting. Uh, and and when people come across your name and when you talk to them about your the name of your company, Ethical H2O, what kinds of responses do you get? People really love the name. I can't tell you how many people actually call and say, I called you because of Ethical H2O. People are looking for somebody to trust. And I think that the name the name connotates somebody you can trust. And I think we follow that up through our service and what we provide. That's great to hear because, you know, WQA has a very strict code of ethics and we try to get our members to really buy into that because there is a concern out there in the marketplace to make sure that everybody is dealing in a credible fashion. And it's, there's nothing, nothing worse for the industry, you know, than, uh, than folks who would bring it down with unethical uh, activity and behavior. So, uh, so we're all in with you. Uh, it sounds like you're doing just the right thing. So what got you interested in WQA? So I was really just seeking a sense of community and support within the industry. Um, despite my longevity in water quality, I didn't really know a lot of other professionals in the trade. And then I was also very eager to find reliable sources of education and information. As you were just kind of mentioning, education is a huge part of what we do for our clients. And so we place a high standard on making sure the information we're offering is fully researched and completely accurate. So as you've been a member, have you been able to take advantage of our education and training? Absolutely. Hugely. Um, You know, I've gained a a large network. I've gained colleagues and friends. I have, you know, a lot of friends in the industry as well. Um, and the education piece is so huge for not only myself, but my team. And I've gained so much more because I've become involved within the industry. Um, I am the vice chairperson of one of the, um, the wind women in industry, uh, one of the councils. And, you know, I'm able to give back through that committee and, you know, giving mentoring to other women professionals in the industry. So the the experience with being WQA has been beyond what I had maybe initially anticipated. Very grateful. And you were able to participate in the Mid-Year Leadership Conference in September, which was held in Oak Brook, Illinois, not too far from the WQA headquarters. So that's, that was great. Yes, Yes, that was, that was awesome. And and that was your first Mid-Year Leadership Conference? That was my first mid-year leadership conference, yes. And what did you think? I thought it was another great opportunity to connect with people in the water quality industry. Um, This event, there tended to be a lot more owners, which was beneficial for me to connect on that level as also an owner myself. 
and um, a lot of education and getting a perspective of or more broad perspective of let's not only what's happening in WQA, but also um, politically what's happening in Washington and just becoming more educated overall. It's one of the hidden gems, I think, of a conference like that, because you walk in thinking, well, you know, maybe I'll learn a little bit. Maybe there'll be a good speaker. But it's that connecting with other professionals like yourself yeah, it's and incredibly with WQA invaluable. staff. Yes, and it's incredibly yeah, invaluable for sure. So how about uh, convention? You mentioned it's a little different than convention. So I take it you've been to our convention. Oh, yeah. I actually love conventions. <laughs> um, I love the trainings. Um, you know, I as soon as I get my little booklet or it comes out online, I start marking with the app where I'm going to go and planning my days. And um, I really enjoy it. Unfortunately, this year I wasn't in Las Vegas um, due to just conflicting scheduling. But um, I definitely plan on coming out to the one I think it's happening in April. Yep. Yep. Yes. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Never been looking forward to it. And our theme is impact, and we are looking to make an impact in 2022. So with folks like you, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a whole lot easier to envision that impact taking place and uh, and happening uh, with, you know, with, again, with education, resources, exhibits, uh, all of the people who are going to be there. It's, it should be bigger and better than ever. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, absolutely. So am I. So as we kind of wrap this up, Ariana, uh, you know, what are you, what are some of your big challenges right now? So, um, you know, one of my biggest challenges in my business I'm facing right now is just kind of navigating a rapidly growing company, which is a happy problem for sure. But it definitely comes with some growing pains. And I'm sure other business owners out there understand that as far as just kind of within what I'm doing, um, you know, we still very much have the challenge of. Um, being an ethical company um, in a large pool of, I guess, uh, dealers or providers who might not have those same code of ethics. and But we are able to overcome that every day with, again, creating tools for our um, ourselves and our company to make sure that we're aligning with like WQA and places where we can make sure we're having the biggest and most ethical impact on the community. Well, uh, well said, and I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we, we continue to look forward to having you a part of WQA. And as you mentioned, the advisory councils and your role there with women in industry, that's fantastic. And um, hearing your experiences so far is, uh, is, is just great to have you on board. And so we thank you for your time, commitment, involvement. And uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast, Ari. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Our WQA tip, join us for our Member Appreciation Month events taking place during November. We have webinars and a virtual networking event. Plus, we'll feature WQA members in our podcasts during November. Go to wqa.org appreciate to see all of the opportunities for you. And if you're not a member, join now so you can participate in these events and become part of the growing water treatment community. Go to wqa.org slash membership.
Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.